welcome back to another edition of Star Sound Speaks. This is Irliana Samsara, your host from the Cosmos, Star Sound Astrology. Um, episode 97, I'm so excited because Stormy Grace is with us. Stormy. <laughs> um, you know, I have to say that um, you are just one of my most dear, uh, I just adore you. Um, you're your light, your grace. I just get chills every time I, I talk to you or I just get goosebumps all over. So we must be like soul sisters from another planet or something, I don't know. <laughs> but um, you're just um, such a light and um, of all the, I mean, we have amazing astrologers all over the world. And, and then there's something that you bring that I don't, I don't know, it's just really special and, um, and magnanimous. And um, so that's why I wanted you, that's why everybody, I brought her on today. If you, some of you might have remembered that I was on Stormy's show last November and I talked about eclipse season of what to expect with our solar and lunar eclipses in November, December. And, um, and then I just felt like I've got to get her on because in that time period, she launched a, um, a YouTube, a, the Stormy Grace YouTube Academy. So it's free astrology education. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about lots of things. You just... If you don't know Stormy, you're going to get to know her and <laughs> absolutely, I know you'll fall in love with her as I have, um, because how could you not? <laughs> so Aww, so welcome, you. welcome, welcome, Stormy. Yes, thank you so much. It's so nice. It is, it's always fun too when we've like done each other's show because we switch seats for a little bit. So it's, <laughs> it's right. very, very nice to be here. I thank you for extending the invitation and I'm just, just tickled. You're like my my media sister we were talking right about right before. yeah media yeah. sisters because I know um I I don't think a lot of people maybe I I know I've done 97 episodes and maybe I have um already said this uh, uh maybe not on YouTube but um you know I was I was in the PR business my my first in my first life my former life before astrology I worked on Madison Avenue for 13 years I worked in PR agencies in Manhattan so um that was that was tough that was I really uh, you know got my uh, baptism by fire in the in the media <laughs> business and um and so um and and I understand that you you know that that when I heard you on another uh a podcast I heard you say that you you too right uh, what was it that you did before before BA before astrology <laughs> and I want to yeah. hear about that and then like how did you get into I always love to hear people's stories how did they get into astrology and yeah. I, I by the way I never did tell the funny story of how I did but I want to hear I want to hear yours first and how you were in the world of business and what you did in PR and then like how you got into astrology so take yeah, it away it's a it's a wild ride, you know, it's just, you look back over your story and you're like, wow, okay, cool. So I ended up, you know, in a roundabout happening of events, I ended up actually working in radio. I called into a radio show one day and they were talking about relationships and, and the way they were answering the question about it and, and giving this woman advice, like on what she should do was, in my opinion, pretty low vibrational and I'm like I get like we got to get ratings and stuff like that but it like really hit me in an internal way that I was like no there's a better way to handle that like there's a more evolved way that's going to do her damage if she does handles the situation this way so I just got all good and self-righteous is really what happened and I <laughs> called into this radio show to like you know share my thought on it and um they offered me a job wow 
yeah. And, and I didn't know anything about radio or anything like that. So I had to, you know, go take some classes at the community college and become an intern for a while and that kind of stuff. But so I like literally just fell into media that day. What did they have? What was your job, job description or? Oh yeah. Well, at first I was just an intern and I was like, you know, I was like the intern of a morning show, which that, if you don't know anything about media to get anywhere near a morning show, like you're either dancing around as a chicken or like you're doing something right. Because right? yeah, yeah. the morning show is primetime real estate. And yeah. they would just there have- There are movies interns. made about interns in morning shows. <laughs> exactly, right? And, it, and so it's like, you know, so I, at the time, didn't realize how, how fortunate I was, but also that's what I was doing. So I was an intern and I would do things for the morning show. And then I learned to write copy. I learned what our account executives did. I did all of that kind of stuff. And then later transitioned to actually working at the station where I did news and weather. I was genuinely like a weather and traffic girl. You were the weather girl oh my god oh my gosh and I would be like oh good morning Colorado Springs our eastbounders are dealing with some wicked early morning sun glare make sure you drop those shades down oh it was the whole thing oh wow awesome the whole thing you must have been such a cute little weather girl (laughs) oh my gosh just me in the studio with my little headphones telling you about the wreck to avoid or you know the product or what you know whatever yeah yeah. I, I, I got to know radio in that vein and then I moved into promotions and putting things together and then how do we put it together on air and doing shows and and things like that so I got to know every area of like, how do you market and put this thing together? And how do you get it out there? How do you take four pages of content and, and bury that down into a 60 second spot? You know, so wow. that was, yeah, that was my like fall into it experience. And I do laugh because I say that I think at that point in my life, the, the universe gave me a divine intervention. It was just so tired of me trying to figure <laughs> out what I was going to be when I grew up. And it was like, oh my God, you're made out of Venus and Mercury. Go talk about things. Right. Here, we will help you. Go on radio. <laughs> yes. And so it, they did. And so I fell into radio and and I just loved it. When I fell into radio, I, I fell in love. You like I home. tell people, I think that, and, and I like have, I've been getting married to somebody since I was like four, right? Like I'm just <sighs> a love bug. But with radio, it was like, this, this is the love of my life. Oh, like nice. I just, it was so all encompassing for me. And so when I walked into radio a decade later, Um, and I got hit with like a little spiritual awakening that said I was going to leave radio, start a YouTube channel and do astrology. I was real shocked. And there were many, many tears. (laughs) I just want to assure you, I was shocked. I was shocked. And how did you get from, if I can just ask how you were doing the radio and then did you just start studying astrology on your own? And then, then you got that message that said, go. No, I was astrology and the world of the spirit and the metaphysics has always been a part of my life. When I was about six, my mom took me to a metaphysical fair, just local, you know, in our little town or whatever, because she realized that I was experiencing the world in a way that my brothers were not. Uh, And that, you know, I would see spirit and that is still a constant in my life today to watch energies move and things like that. So it was never a far cry from normal, but uh, at that metaphysical fair... I clicked in and I understood astrology and the astrologer that I was watching. It was like, like being called back home. It was like, I was watching her do something I had done a thousand times. You know, I, I just knew, I just absolutely knew. 
And, and that was it, but I didn't like hit the ground running from six. And I was like, tell me everything, you know, it, it's like, I didn't need it. It was already there. Yeah. So I didn't do a ton with it. I did a little self-study here and there. And as I got older, I did more self-study and, you know, let it work in, in my life. And then I got hit with this knowledge that I was apparently leaving this job that I was in <laughs> love with and oh going to open a practice. And I was like, oh my God. And then it like kicked in full gear. I started uh, taking courses under Stephen Forrest. I found, um, you know, a couple of years later, as I was really more, more um, advanced in it, I hit Noel Till and now I'm like just a happy portion of the Till family. And then everything else that my little mercurial nature could dabble into and then I started a practice wow that's amazing I don't think anybody I I would wager that us two are probably the only astrologers that were like in PR and media and then became astrologers it's like just yes it's the Gemini Mercury thing but it's just you know talk about a higher octave of communication and like with you the weather I mean that was a cosmic joke you were the weather girl then you were really the weather girl weather you know that's I I didn't get to be a weather girl but um anyway so maybe I'll just jump in here and tell you what I wanted to say on my podcast that I realized after I gave that talk channel like oh I never did tell you this it's a funny story so um there's a lot of new people here to the channel on YouTube so just wanted to you know you guys probably haven't heard it but um you know for me I um like I said I worked on I would book people on television, radio, uh, press tours, you know, we do like um, newspaper, you know, the, the, the people who get guests on, you know, the CBS Morning News, the Today Show, you know, I would book, I would book guests and it was very, very heavy duty, hardcore cut through, you know, and I ended up taking time after many years there, I had a spiritual awakening too. And I'm like, okay, climbing the corporate ladder is not my thing. And there's something else out there and I don't know what it is, but I'm going to find out. So that was my spiritual path. Um, and, and then I, I took time off, but I was, um, so I started to temp and I worked on many of those like wall street temping. So I could devote myself. I wanted to put all my energy into my spiritual focus. So I go home and read books. I I needed to a job, right? I still had rent to pay and all that. And so I, I, I called it my, the chapter of my life of washing clothes by the Ganges, you know, (laughs) like simple things like don't use your brain, keep your brain for your spiritual expansion. Just do, you know, attempting secretarial work, right? Leave the executive Mm -hmm. world behind and just do this so that you can, um, you know, finance your spiritual studies. So that's what I did. And uh, one of the, um, well, it was a Wall Street securities firm and I was tempting at, and there was this, I, I, hard to forget, there was this really cute guy that I happened to be in the same department with, super cute. And we kind of, you know, hit it off. And uh, so I invited him out. I had <clears throat> left the city and I was living on Long Island and beautiful place, a house with this nice garden and all this. And um, I remember inviting him out. Hey, you want to you want to meet for lunch? You know, so he actually took the train out and had lunch with me at my house. And, um, you know, I can assure you, he he knew my name. He, he knew this, how to give him a street address, you know, but that was it. He didn't know anything else. He didn't know how old I was, he, you know, whatever. And I remember sitting in the garden with him and he said, oh, so how old are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm, uh, I think I was just 31 at the time. And I said, uh, oh, I'm, I'm 31. And, and, and with that, he immediately <laughs> goes into this whole thing. Like he's, he said he was into, he was a 
mind you, he was a finance, uh, like a securities analyst, like some, I can't even put my brain around what he did. I, I would never, I'm just not smart in that way with financial <laughs> securities yeah. analysts, whatever, you know, it's impressive, right? Um, he, he had a really good, he was an executive level. Well, he tells me that he's an astrologer. And, and I'm like, wow. And I'm the only thing I ever thought of was, you know, the, the, uh, when we were growing up, it, we, it was the newspaper horoscope. My mother and I and yeah. sisters, we would, oh, look, you know, what does it say for Libra? What does it say for Leo? You know, and it, it was fun. I, I didn't diss it. I just, you know, but that's all I ever, I think right. most of us, you know, my generation, we just had the, the newspaper horoscope. Well, he tells me and I was an astrologer and I'm like, wow, that's, interesting you know and and he said well you 31 you've just been through your saturn return yeah and so i'm like, like what yeah like a, a saturn <laughs> and i'm going i have no idea what this man is talking about and i'm thinking okay astrology wall street like that that's not normally where you go astrology wall street you know wall street astrology <laughs> it's like two right. different worlds and and i'm like um okay so uh Saturn return. I'm, I'm again. It's complete gibberish. I'm like, okay, Saturn. Like this man is talking to me about my age and Saturn. What does Saturn have to do with anything? And Saturn returned, which means, I guess Saturn left. Where, where does Saturn go? You know, <laughs> I didn't know he left. You know, it's like I had no idea what he was talking about. So then he explains. You know, you've just been through a major life change. Da 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 da. And he starts telling me stuff like like my, the story of my life of the last two and a half years. And I'm, I, my jaw is on the ground going, this yeah. guy knows nothing about me. And he's like reading my life like a book from this one comment about Saturn return. So I'm like, okay, that was a seed planted. It was like a moment of truth. Mm -hmm. It didn't germinate for many years later, but I started studying in the background and then eventually, you know, on. But um, yeah, that's, that's how it started for me. A Wall Street analyst, yeah. Saturn return, you know. Then, absolutely it happens when it happens right yeah and it was i guess it was meant to be and you know of course and uh, but a very interesting uh, not your typical and like i said if, if if anybody had told me and maybe you too when you were doing the weather in colorado springs you know like hey you know you're gonna be on uh, you're gonna be astrologer someday and i'm like yeah right you know, the cynical new yorker in me like dude crazy you know <laughs> and now i look back and i'm going okay you know i you know yes i have like you feel we found our home this is our home yeah. and yeah. i know it is home for so many people and that's why i'm so excited i just want to cry where's my kleenex that you're doing this free education for everybody you can i'm going to achieve baba's nightlight astrology it's not free <laughs> totally happy brilliant man yeah. i love it i love it to pieces it's incredible it's ancient astrology as as you know it's hellenistic astrology and it's another level another level of language for for me as astrologer because i was trained you know modern western like most of us but um and there are many people now everything is exploding with astrology schools hey gem sag eclipses um but, but the fact that you're doing it for free i'm like wow that's sharing talk about north node and gemini you know sharing knowledge with the masses it's like i'm just so excited so you you got this message right yeah. to like start this and then did you didn't fight it did you did you like oh my no! gosh I didn't even have time I mean so natally I'm a Taurus and Uranus is in Taurus and you know even when we get that first little sneak peek of Uranus and Taurus in 2018 I was like whoa what is going on what's happening like something's different right and I did it I couldn't put my finger on it 
couldn't put oh, my finger on it. You felt it. Absolutely. And I have this, I have this whole talk about how when a planet ingresses into a new sign, even if it's nowhere near a planet or a point that you have or an angle, just being in the sign strums the vibration of things to come is my yeah. experience. So yeah. I did, I was like, oh, okay, something's different. So, you know, and I just kind of, kind of went with it, you know, as I'm Taurus. So I was like, that's uncomfortable, you know, no, right. um, <laughs> don't that feels like me. change. Oh my God. You know, right. and, um, so as it <laughs> happened out this year, it was actually a Chuta Baba. I saw that he was doing a Kickstarter. I had never even heard of Kickstarter and all year long as you're honest, you know, through 2019, you know, all through all of it, it's like, I'm getting these little bits of information that are quite innovative to my way of doing what I'm doing. And I had also at that time, you know, been saying, I was like, okay, well, what's next in my evolution? Like, where am I going next? And I leave it out there. I get out of the way of the universe after I ask, and I just get out of the way of the outcome. And um, I talked to Achuta Baba and he's like, yeah, this is a thing I do. And I was like, oh, cool. Maybe I can do that. And I was like, I don't know what I would create with it. 48 hours later, we launched a Kickstarter. And I was like, oh, here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do. This community said in 2020, um, right now with the world the way that it is, we can't really afford the basic information or the basic education and we want to study, right? And, and people were giving out scholarships and astrologers, I really do believe are doing everything they can to make it accessible. I absolutely sure. believe that. I believe in paying for your classes. I absolutely do. Um, but this was an opportunity, but it hit me like a lightning bolt. And I am telling you, I just was jaws on the floor that here I am, you know, launching this big, like, come community, come fund this, and we'll teach you all year long kind of thing. Cause I'm happy to plot along in my little Taurus landscape, chew my grass, <laughs> do my life, you know? And so this was very much so outside of my comfort zone, absolutely got the community involved, absolutely has the community involved in a way that I don't think, you know, I haven't seen it done this way before yet, but it doesn't mean that it, it hasn't, but certainly not in the wild realm of YouTube. Right. We brought together and, you know, and in the beginning, it was supposed to just be 12 master teachers. And in the end, now, as we're closing out, I think we have almost 40. Oh my God. 40. Yeah. Teachers. That's crazy. Yeah. They've shown up and they're like, yeah, let's do it. And so we're covering from the ground up, from the basics up. We've already started. We've launched. Right. We went, we went from the very beginning, you know, what's right, Chris Brennan. Yeah. What's the, what's, well, what's even the election chart of the Academy? Right. But that's yeah, now we're through history. Gemini Brett brought us through the astronomy. Um, Naomi took us through Egyptian concepts. Nice. And um, just recently we had Gordon Mullins show up and he just did the introduction to planets and really has laid that out. And now we will continue to break that down. And all you have to do is access YouTube. Yeah. Just turn on YouTube and come attend class. Just show up. Oh, that is amazing. So they can, they can show up live. Do you have a live feed when they actually do their thing? Mm -hmm. Yep. There's a live feed. There's a mix between the live feeds and also the premiere feed. And so either way you get to interact with the teacher and with the, the community as like you're in class with your fellow students. It's just like right. the YouTube version, you know, and along the way we've got teachers now too, because, you know, I mean, we just threw this, we threw this thing together, like threw it together. So along the way we have learned, we're totally prepared to launch the intermediate course for next year, but we've also- nice we've also drummed up some supplemental PDFs 
and materials and things for people to continue to take with them for the whole rest of this year and learn with. Oh my God, that's amazing. And then it's up forever. So for years, people can just drink from this fountain. Well, it's up for a year. Oh, a year. Okay. And then you you fund the next year. Yes, you get one year. So if you're like, I can't afford to take classes this year, or even if you can afford, but you're like, I'd like to see what the next generation of teachers are doing, come watch. Cause we're out, sure. we're talking, we're, we're sharing this deal. So come on. So does that mean that you, um, after a year, do you take those videos down or, or do you do something else? We will take the videos down off of um, YouTube. Well, the idea right now is that we will take them down and we will actually consolidate them into something that all of us can then distribute if we would like to, or some other creative option. You know, we're still in the formation of, well, what what will we do with them next? But something. Yeah. Yeah, good content is not going to waste, I assure you. (laughs) Yeah, right? No, not with that many. I mean, you thought you would have 20 and you have now, then it went to 30 and now you have how many again? 40? There's there's 40 teachers right now and it's a mix. It's a mix, right? Like it's, that's been the other beautiful part about it is because it didn't just provide, um, the academy didn't just provide free content. We also hired inside of our community people who've been studying astrology as our TAs. So they come in and they answer questions and they're helping our students along with myself and my assistant and the teachers, right? So we gave paid, we created a revenue stream for, for people in our community. Then in addition to that, we have translators who have showed up. And they're being paid, right? Right. And they're all in like this astro community of of what we've got going on. It's really incredible. And we've got um, in our elective time, because we've got a couple breaks, because people need breaks. There's a lot to absorb in the beginning. Um, Yes. (laughs) So in our elective courses, we've got some very new astrologers showing up and they get a space they get to show us their work as well as these masters who've been practicing for decades so i mean it is a community deal happening in public now do you do you have a forum like a facebook page where people meet and chat in between the classes is that where they get their questions answered or i'm just curious how that is set up yeah, sure. So no, we didn't, we decided not to do that on purpose because we were like, oh my God, that's going to be so, so much. So instead yeah. what we do is there's an entire just YouTube Academy playlist. And as people have questions or they wish to interact, they can do it right below oh, the video. Yeah. Comment section. So we, yeah. So we, use, we let YouTube, you know, if it's easy. not broke, don't break it, that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Easy peasy. Yeah, and then twice a week, um, our we have our Q and A days. So on Wednesdays and Saturdays are our answer days. If you've put a question, we're coming in to answer it Wednesdays and Saturdays. And then oh. you've got class on Mondays and Thursdays. So oh, it's- that's great. it's so organized. I, I just reading about it once it launched, I was like, oh my god, how did this woman? organize all these topics and speakers and dates and the organization of, you know, what comes first. Like we had Chris, you know, with the history and, and then the astronomy with Gemini Brett and, you know, how, how do you, oh my God. I mean, it, it's such a huge topic. And like, how do you, how did you wrangle all that? I'm, I'm just fascinated with <laughs> like, thank you, scheduling software. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Thank you, scheduling software. Thank you, very mercurial placements. And oh my God, thank you to my assistant, Sasha. Seriously, we have, you know, I essentially called her up and I was like, I did a thing. 
Oh my God, I did a thing. Uh And we started formatting and formulating. And I am grateful for all of the training that I got from, from radio and the PR and all of that. Cause it, it has made me organized and to understand how things need to go. So I was able to quite quickly pull things together. And I'm grateful too, that in 2020, I thought I was, you know, I started the eat and greets and I was having people over so we could meet and just share content with the audience. And I thought that's what we were doing is that we were just getting together to do that. And I didn't realize that the universe had us meeting each other so that as this comes together, I can go back to all of these people and say, Hey, I'm doing a thing. You, you want to, and, and, and people have just said, yes, you know, they've just said yes. And I've got a waiting list right now for teachers of, for 2022. Oh, and that's, that's, that's awesome. like, that's, that I think is the testament to this community. I really sure. do. So. Yeah, we're all in it together. And I, I it's so exciting that um, this explosion of astrology, I mean, oh my God, I honestly, I, I, when I went into um, really, you know, professional practice as it were that was like five years ago and I noticed by like 2017 2018 when the Leo Aquarius eclipses happened that's when I noticed this big boom in astrology I mean there were major media outlets like Forbes Wall Street Journal the New York Times that were featuring astrology more than once like two or three times in a year and I'm like I know from my journalism background um, usually a topic is not comes up again in those major outlets for like two years but they kept covering it so I knew like it struck a nerve and millennials and it was just starting to explode and I just attributed it to that eclipse cycle but it was interesting um now that we're of course it kept going and, and the fruit bearing fruit into the Capricorn the Cancer Cap eclipse cycle but now we're in Gemini Sag so it's this high knowledge being shared north node you know the Gemini which shared with the masses and so that I'm just so thrilled and excited it's like it's yay it's happening and and I that's to me higher education I mean you know we have our college degrees but you know I look at kids now and I'm like oh man and you can see their souls are hungry for higher knowledge and it's not just about the 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 mundane stuff I mean I'm grateful for what I learned It's, it's wonderful but this is something that feeds the soul this is higher education that feeds the soul my my higher education going to college did not feed the soul i mean on on some level it did you know and intellectually stimulating and fascinating but you know you've got that hollow thing in your heart and you're like wow what's going to fill that so i'm just thrilled that this is astrology college all over the world it's happening right and i agree with you i think you know, when we look at like these explosions of things that happen too, um, but most specifically just around astrology and tarot and all of those things right now, I'm like, man, the most natural thing that we have, if we take all of these buildings down, we've got the sky, we've got the nature that we are born into and we are innately and intimately a part of. And when we really want to know what's going on, we have to get back to that. So the more that we can, I think, inform people. And like you said, they're hungry. People are coming back to basics. And so it's like the content is just so timely and to make it available so that people can start to understand the conversation. um, It's really interesting. I started learning um, Korean in this last year. And- Wow, why Korean? 
Uh, oh God, that's a whole other podcast. That's another, that's another yeah. podcast. That's another podcast. <laughs> we'll have but, you back for that. <laughs> yes, please do. But there's this concept in Korean that as the language was being developed, you know, um, the king wanted his people to have something easier to be able, and there, something that was easier and something that was their own to be able to communicate with. So this is how Korean and Hangul came to be. And it, I felt like that. It felt like that was synonymous with what I was creating with the academy is that I was like, this needs to be out there, right? Like this needs to be a common other language that is available in this country and in this world, right? Just as, as, as easily as we accept Korean or Spanish or German or any of our languages, this needs to be an available language so that we can all start talking. And yes. so- and it doesn't mean that you don't take advanced language classes down the road, right? Of course you need to, if you want to know more, but this is a great place. I think to, as a people, we're naturally called back to a language. Let's start talking. Yeah. Start talking. Something. Yeah. Universal language. That's, that's key. I love what you said a little bit just, just now about if, every, if buildings fall away, there's always, the sky is always there. It doesn't matter what happens on earth. There's things, you know, countries rise, fall, people come and go, this, that, and the other. History changes, morphs, but the sky is always, it's the same sky that, you know, Neanderthal people looked at. It's like nothing, that's the eternal part. I love that. Yeah, to pretend to pretend like we've got something new to offer is just a hoot. I'm like, are you joking? That big old sky has been doing its best life. <laughs> While we're down here doing whatever we think is the latest and greatest, let's maybe learn to speak the language of that sky that has been constant when we've been so up and down. Yes, it's constant and it's eternal and it's it's always there. And, and that, that says a lot, yeah. That, yeah. And that's a different way of looking at things. And, and that's too, I mean, certainly, um, you know, one, I, I, I'm sure that everybody can agree that probably the, 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 if you want to call it the shadow part of being American is this, <laughs> I'll put it nicely, the sense of entitlement. A, a lot of foreigners mm -hmm. have talked about that. I, I see it as an American, but, you know, this, this sense of entitlement that, that people, um, that Americans have long felt that they're, and, and many, most of them are blind too, which is, you know, why it's shadow. But um, when you, when you think about the shadow, you know, the shadow self and um, being, um, you know, just this, this sense of entitlement, um, I don't know. Hmm. Let me see. Oh, I got to come back to that. Lost my train of thought. Where was I going with that? Oh, I'll, I'll think of it. Anyway, it was about an sentiment. <laughs> yeah, I see it. In, yeah, I'll find it. Yeah, sense of entitlement. Well, we'll put that thing on on pause on just on hold. Um, how about this? Um, where do you? I'm just curious. Where where do you see astrology going in like five or ten years? Like I, I'm, you know, my wish is like one day we'll have school, like elementary and middle and high school. We'll have astrology courses. I'm sure in the old days they did it, it, with their teaching. Of course, their teaching was, you know, like Socrates and the, you know, groups of disciples and gathered outside under the tree and talking and discourse. But um, not that we wouldn't welcome that back. That's pretty cool. Again, connecting with nature. But, you know, where do you see it going in like five or 10 years about this, our universal language and Mm -hmm. just curious. Yeah, well, I definitely think in the next five or 10 years, just on, on the global stage, I think that it does become 
um, another available language, like a remembered language. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, it's like, um, like Sanskrit, but less dead, you know, like, so, um, <laughs> you know, I think that it is something that we do welcome back in. I was noticing around YouTube specifically that there are um, many more channels and many more um, clusters of people teaching astrology to little kids. Um, oh, really? And as these things, and these are, these are channels that have tons of subscribers, tons of views. So people and families and parents of this generation are welcoming that conversation to the table. And when we bring things home, it becomes a part of the culture for sure. So I yes. do think that that is something that over this next five, 10 years, we can definitely watch it continue to take seed and to develop as an available language for sure. But I also think that, you know, inside of the astrology community over the next five, 10 years, what I see developing is a sense of, of better ethical practices, of, of understanding what we're really doing and how sacred it is to be doing it and that words and, and interpretations and um, they mean things to people and that people are tender. We can't just tell people, oh, you're a Scorpio, you're screwed for life. Like that, that <laughs> right. you know, that plants seeds that, that it becomes a language that is also embraced. I don't want to say professionally, but something about the professionalism of it levels up. And I think that we just see that just in general with Saturn traveling through the energy of Aquarius, of the astrologer, we, we do get more serious in our industry with what we're doing and how we're getting it done because we want to offer the best language development available. You know, I think right. so. So I do think, and, and I do think also that if astrology um, and those who are either practitioners or enthusiasts, I do think if we're not careful, we definitely stand um we stand the availability to come under being governed which is right. not mm. something that i think that we we want but when things get misused and people become damaged from from that particular industry i think then it becomes called for that it has to be right. governed so i do think you know i think the 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 light and the shadow is available in, in astrology so you know everybody listening i encourage you you know be serious about what you're doing when you're sitting with someone and you're doing a consultation, even if it's just a friend, we could be doing great good and we could also be doing great damage. And you're not doing damage for you with that person. You you damage all of us. When you win, we win. When you lose, we lose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, and to my wish would be for people to really get, and I think that's what you're saying, Sormi, is you know this um, is to consider it, and this is what Achuta Baba is so passionate about. You know, he, uh, astrology is a spiritual practice. He even has videos on his YouTube channel. You probably know um, about this, and it, and it's to be held in that in the context of a spiritual, mystical, sacred practice to come from astrology that way. Because unfortunately, um, the world's listening for astrology in the in the mainstream has been, and it, yes, it's changing, but it's been oh, this is fortune telling, you know, and they they kind of diss it and they. You know, I, I, my, my favorite th thing is to say, you know, is I think, I think that with astrology now we're, we're having our Mary Magdalene moment, yes. you know, like Mary Magdalene was always, you know, oh, she was a hoe, you know, and it's yeah. like, oh no, then we find out, no, 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 she wasn't, you know. Right. And, Turns out there's and, uh, more to that story. Yeah. She was, she was woke. And uh, so, yeah. So now we're, we're saying, no, this is, there's more to this than, you know, it's not fortunately, but um, those that that lower end of things where people can surface it and and not hold it in their heart as a spiritual practice. I know in in um, 
Achuta mentioned that in one of our classes, he said something about, um, I think it was um, somebody that he knew when he went to India and he went and he, and he talked, and I don't know if he was a fellow astrologer, maybe he was a Vedic, a Vedic astrologer. And he said um, that, that uh, this, he was teaching somebody astrology, but he would not, he made that person chant for three years before he would ever teach them astrology and let them near a birth chart. Like that's, he wanted to really ground how sacred this is. And like you were saying, the responsibility. Yeah. So coming into that mindset, whether, whatever that, you know, whether it's Sanskrit chant or, you know, Native American chant, you know, what, wherever it is to hold the astrology in that really profound sacred space. I think as we all become more mindful of that, I think we, it, 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 we are shifting the conversation and it is going to evolve. And yeah. I think too, a cellular remembrance, people are just going to wake up to more yeah. of it. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I, I think that people are already awake and they've got their little straws out and we're just giving them water holes to sip from. Oh, I love it. The straw <laughs> out. Yep. Yeah. They got a straw out. Uh, let me see. There was something else I wanted. I'm still not sure where that enlightenment thing, I don't know where it happened to that uh, entitlement <laughs> conversation. It went somewhere. <laughs> Actually, what comes to mind to me is um, the, the Sibley chart of the United States of America um, I, I'm most familiar with that one. There is one, and I do have, it's one of my list of many things to do. Um, there, there's a chart of the United States of birth chart that uses Gemini rising. And yeah. Chris Brennan did a whole podcast on that. And I want to listen to that of why, you know, he felt that was the more representative one. But I can see the truth in both. And, and like Achuta says, you know, astrology is like divination. It's not like one way is the correct way. So it's, right. it's a very, it's a moving picture. But the, the astrology with Sag rising, uh, would that would give that whole thing about arrogance and a, a cultural arrogance and the shadow of the Sag, right? The arrogance and the entitlement. So you can see that in the chart, you know, with, with uh, Sag rising. So, um, but anyway, um, yeah, it's interesting because you could see the soul of a country in its, I'm such a nerd around mundane astrology. I, I just, I love it. I just gobble it up. Yeah. Yeah, um, but people don't come to me saying, "Tell me about the chart of Korea." You know, it's like they want, to, <laughs> of course, they they got to know about their own life, and that's fine. I love that too. But yeah, but they, if you really want to know the soul of a country, you just you know you look at their, you look at their yeah, I guess at eleven or twelve o'clock noon, you know, chart for um, the founding of the government, and you can you can tell a lot about the soul of a country. Yeah, yeah it's pretty beautiful yeah, thing. Well, anyway, well, great. Um, so your beat goes on and your next, um, your next class is going to be, what, what's your subject? What's up next uh, Thursday? Yes. Today's so, Thursday. <laughs> Did you have so it already? We will actually, we decided to just do one class this week since it, was, since it was a full introduction to all of the planets. We give people time to not only watch that, but go back and watch other lessons. And then Monday, starting out Monday, um, the 19th, we will have um, Jamie Lee is going to be coming in and giving us a one-on-one -on -one introduction to the nice. sun and the moon. She's going to cover the luminaries to um, get us situated. And then from there, we will have teachers coming in for the next few weeks, introducing us one planet at a time and spending some nice time getting into that. So, I mean, it's a very slow crawl through the week or through the year to really make sure that your basics are in place. And then as we get into um, December, January timeframe, we're gonna start to beef up the content a little bit and get you ready for 
um, YouTube Academy 2022, where we're going to go more advanced in our techniques. Wow. So it started um, March 21st, spring equinox. And you're, are you going to go through December, like calendar year, December? Well, and that will... Equinox to equinox. So we're doing one astrological uh, year to the next. So. Nice. nice yeah. So we'll nice. be ready. And, you know, you can watch. You'll start to see probably about October we'll launch the Kickstarter so that we're ready because we did learn that. We want to be a little bit more ready, set, go um, okay. as we, we get into next year's. And then who knows who knows what's next but we we're out here now the content is available all you have to do is access youtube access the playlist it is free for you to do so the videos are demonetized so you're not going to see to the best of my ability ads pop up there are some on youtube you can't do anything about um but it's it's just an invitation to come and learn or relearn or discover whatever you need or to remember do. Soul remembrance. <laughs> yeah, whatever needs to happen, it's an opportunity for you to come and join the conversation, though. Nice, nice, wonderful. Awesome. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for doing that and for following your heart and following the guidance of, of the universe <laughs> because look what happens, right? Millions of people get uplifted. It, it just, it's the gift that keeps on giving. That's what I always say. So thank you for having me over and thanks for, thanks for supporting this. This is, it's, this is wild. This is I know, just wild. And, and so everybody, I just want you to know that we're going to, I'm going to be spending several episodes um, interviewing some of these teachers. So you're, you're going to get a chance to meet them off outside of the classroom, like talking to them in the hallway. So I'm, I'm the girl in the hallway chatting them up and you get to know them and, and, uh, and I think it'll add a nice dimension. I just, that was my guidance is like, oh, interview those people, <laughs> you know? Yes. So, uh, and it's certainly a great place to, and expanding, I'm all about expanding people's minds. And especially with people who are just new to astrology that this is not, an, this is not, you know, my, Chris Brennan has his astrology podcast. You know, those, those podcasts are for astrologers to astrologers. It's advanced, it's intermediate and advanced, as you know, Stormy. And so, you know, I think there's a niche for everybody. And I, I'm just very passionate around to keep sharing astrology to the world community. And I, I'm just so grateful because I think you have this mother load channel, the fact that it's free and it assists people all over and money's not an object. People have lost their jobs in COVID, what have you, but the soul hungers regardless of the circumstances. So this is a, a great thing that you're doing. So thank you. Thank you so very much. So um, yeah, that's that's all for today. Um, very grateful, and we'll be certainly um, moving forward. And I'll let everybody know we'll get more. Um, we'll get some teachers up here, and and keep um, keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. Thank you so much again for having me. You're welcome. All right, everybody. Well, um, that's all for this week. And um, until next time, this is Irliana Samsara, Star Sound Astrology, Star Sound Speaks starsoundastrology.com. So thank you all for listening. Namaste. Namaste. Oh, okay. Let's see. We made it. We made it. Yay. I hit assign and assign a new host, assign and leave. Oh, it's recording. Nope, we're still recording. All right, everybody. <laughs> no, nice to put glasses on. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Okay, I hate.